Hello everyone, you're listening to your girl Michelle with another episode of Yixing Slip-Ons. I wanted to record an episode before more stuff happened, just because so much stuff has happened in the past week, and even though um, it's been less than a week since my last episode, I wanted to cover everything that's happened. So first of all, Um, There was an announcement that BBH2 is coming out in May. So that's Bacon's second solo album after City Lights. So that's coming up soon. No pre-order links have been posted up yet. Uh, I know that Chinese fans are saving up and are planning to buy ridiculous amounts of copies of the album to try to get it to number one again. So be on the lookout for that. Um... I will definitely keep everyone posted when I receive that information. I ended up watching Underdog because I just missed Kyungsoo so much. It's missing Kyungsoo hours. And um, new photos are released as original posters post them or release them. And so that's good. But it's still, you know, I miss our soldier and I love the movie. It was really, really good. I thought the acting was superb. Um, it is an animation film, so it's mostly voiceover, you know, voice acting, but I think he did a really great job. It was tremendous, and um, he did it with Sodam from Parasite, and she did a great job as well. It really made me feel for these animals and um, makes you think of being a more responsible pet owner and not just to have pets just when they're little or to have ulterior motives like to fight them or to breed them, but um, to really take care of these pets because they have emotions and feelings too and you know it's not right to just dump them whenever we feel we're tired of them. So there was a great meaning behind it. And like I said, I thought that the acting was great and it's different from his normal role roles that he takes, but I think it's just equally as emotional. So I'm really impressed with the roles that Kyungsoo has taken so far. And I'm really curious to see what roles he'll take up in the future. If there will ever be ones that are on a more lighter note and on a lighter side. But, you know, only time will tell what the future holds. I also bought Super M Beyond Live, their concert, their virtual concert on Live. I caved in. I couldn't handle it anymore. I was like, I need to be watching it, you know. I can't just you know, get updates about it on Stan Twitter. I need to be able to watch it. And I'm honestly going to say that I got a little bit of post-concert depression. It felt like I got PCD for a concert that I didn't even attend. Uh, But it was really interesting. They took a lot of fan questions. There were interactive challenges. Um, There was a preview medley for their upcoming songs. Personally, I really think that Drip is going to be a bop. That's the one that really stood out to me. So there's another one about um, 
you know, keeping it 100, that one sounded good, but Drip was the one who, that really, really, I'm looking forward to, like, it really, really stood out to me, so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I don't know if any of them sound better than Dropping, though, or No Manners. Dropping and No Manners are my two favorites from the first album, so... Again, only time will tell um, what the rest of those songs sound like. But just from the previews that were given, Drip is going to be the one I look out for. They also presented a new stage, a Tiger song called The Tiger Inside. And it was really good. And then they had like a bunch of CGI effects and everything. So it was bomb, but... um, a little bit interesting, a little bit of an interesting choice of a song, I would say. I don't know if I was like a, such a huge fan of it, of the concept. I feel like it's been done before, you know, like I Have the Tiger and like Rocky. But hey, you know, if that's the direction that they're going and if that's the song that's going to be featured on the second album, I'll do nothing but support it. And they also released some new merchandise for super m and i don't know if i'm gonna buy it uh honestly i feel like i have so much of their stuff already and i need to be saving up for like bacon solo album and for other exo activities that i don't know if i'm gonna buy more super m merch but just to let you know there is new merch that has come out uh jongan performed spoiler which is different from the concert that i attended because he performed confession and even Taman, I know he performed um danger at the concert and it seems like at this concert he performed want and move which I felt like was good you know that was like a good call although I really love danger um want and move are also two of my favorite songs of his so it was good um I really like the confession stage. I think that I might like spoiler more. Don't quote me on that. It's kind of like, it's hard to tell which one I like more. I definitely like I See You more than either of those two, though. That's my number one, like, favorite Jong-un solo stage. But, you know, spoiler and confession, they go kind of head-to-head. So... I just thought it was an interesting choice to switch it up a bit for um, this virtual concert. I love the stages, and after the concert, it wrapped up with a Q&A. I thought it was worth every penny because, I mean, you got a preview of new songs. You got to see different performances, so it was, like, not the same as the concert that I attended back in January in San Diego. It was a totally different experience, and um, with how things are going right now with the coronavirus or the COVID-19, this might be our new normal, so we might just have to do these virtual concerts, and I know this is a first of many. NCT Dream is going to have one, Wavy is going to have one, and I believe one more group is going to have one. But Super M is the one that started it off. So, I don't know. It just might be the new thing to do. I hope that eventually they'll release an EXO virtual concert. I know a lot of people would be looking forward to that. And a lot of people would buy it. So, who knows? 
it's just an idea for SM, you know, to keep in their back pocket. But speaking of EXO, I did end up buying Exploration Dot. I caved in. I decided to buy it, and I'm so glad that I did because I forgot that they performed Obsession and Jekyll. Well, I knew that they performed Jekyll, but I totally forgot that they opened up with Obsession. So I'm sad that Tempo was replaced because like I feel like Tempo is like one of my all-time favorite songs, but Obsession freaking slaps. So again, it's like one of those that they're kind of on par. Like the more I listen to Obsession, the more I feel like it might dethrone Tempo, but Tempo has OT9. So that's where the Obsession for Obsession kind of differs. So, hmm, maybe I need to see OT9 perform Obsession to really get a solid answer. But, uh, let's see. Other differences are that JD performed Miracles in December, whereas, um, oh my god, at, at the regular Exploration concert that I attended, he performed Lights Out. Some songs did not make it to the V Live due to copyright issues, so they were at the concert, but they weren't featured on the V Live. Um, songs like Ooh La La and Been Through weren't included, which is fine because I watched the Been Through stage, I watched the Ooh La La stage when I went to go see them in Korea. Um, so I didn't really feel like I missed anything there. And XOSC performed just us two with Junmyeon instead of Closer to You. I really love that stage, by the way. Um, adding Junmyeon for that stage was just ni- a really nice touch, I feel. So I loved it. They also performed nonstop from the Obsession album, Butterfly Effect. I was trying not to cry during that song because that's the song that they wrote and performed for XOLs. And it's just, ooh, just talking about it right now is making me tear up. It's just such a sweet song. And I've always been an advocate and a fan of that song ever since it came out. And another song they performed off of the Obsession album is Day After Day. Uh, and there's a hint in the concert about Junmyeon's solo album. So it's like, Even since then, back in December, this um, concert was filmed and broadcasted live on December 31st, 2019. So even back then, Junyeon was planning a solo album. So it's just interesting, like the little spoilers that happen. And speaking of spoiler, Jongin also performed spoiler during um, an exploration dot. I'm sad that so many tempo songs weren't on the set list and that Yeah 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 didn't get a stage. I mean, out of all songs in Obsession, I would hope that Yeah 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 would have gotten a stage. Like, no offense, but Day After Day got a stage. Like, it's a really good song, but I would love have loved to see Yeah Yeah Yeah. Like, it's just such a hype song. It makes you want to dance, and it's just so good. So... A little bit sad about that, and I'm also sad that it wasn't the day that Kyungsoo attended the concert. Um, but otherwise, another purchase that was worth every penny, I think.
And speaking of Jun Mian's solo album, Self Portrait, um, Jun Mian's Heart for You episode started. And episode one is a really short episode, but it's all about the making of the Self Portrait album. So he's brainstorming with people from SM. You know, they're having a meeting and they're talking about the cover and the jacket and the contents of the um like the photo book that comes with the album and how he wants it to look like Van Gogh's work of art. And so um, people from SM gave their input as well as Jun Mian giving his input on it. So I'm really excited to see the second episode that should come out tomorrow. So just please support Jun Mian if you can by watching the episodes. You know, this might be the last thing that he does before he enlists. Um, I hate to say that, but I mean, that seems to be the trend, you know, with Minsock enlisting after his Heart For You episodes aired and um, Zhang Day missing after he finished his Heart For You episodes and also announced his marriage and pregnancy. So it seems to be a bit of a trend. And Junmian himself said that he's working against time right now. So, like, another hint that something might happen. And lastly, I wanted to cover Baekhyun being the spokesperson for um, Tear Tear. It's a Korean um, skincare product line or a skincare brand. And it's just interesting to see how these endorsements are coming in after their Nature Republic contract expired I still haven't gone back to Nature Republic since the last time I went so I'm not sure if they completely got rid of all the EXO stuff or if they still have some and are giving out NCT things but I'll keep you updated on that depending on when I go back I think I purchased a lot when I went back in what was it February March so it might be a while until I go back and I'm hoping that they still have like at least posters that I can get. Um, and that's pretty much all that I wanted to cover. Um, there was like a lot happening, but at the same time, uh, there was a lot happening and a lot of stuff that I actually got to catch up on. So that was nice, you know, since I've been talking about catching up with things and I never really got the chance. So I'm really using this time wisely that now that we're in quarantine to catch up. So thank you for listening. Um, Like this podcast and remember to subscribe and leave your review if you can, even if it's one star, even if you don't like it or just want to give feedback, please. I welcome everything. I look forward to it and um, tell all your friends about it and shout me out if you can. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Bye-bye.